You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. On this uh, rainy Saturday morning, I'm Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. I'm the general manager at Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company. And in the studio with me today, I'd like to introduce our plumbing manager, Dan Peterson. How are you this morning, Dan? I'm great, Peter. It's uh, a rainy day out there today. I can look out the window and... It seems to be coming down pretty good. A few sump pumps might be working today. There might be a few working overtime today. Uh, Give our listeners a little information about yourself. How long have you been in the plumbing industry? Oh, well, I've been in the plumbing industry about um, 35 years. I'm not going to say exactly because um, I might give away my age, but uh, I've I've been with uh, you fellas at uh, Roy Inch and Sun Service Experts for over four years now, and... uh, we're having a great time. It's a good fit. Yeah, it is. Dan uh, Dan was the owner of Wallace Plumbing and Heating. Uh, how how old was that company when it was? Uh, it was started as Wallace in 1944. So, I, I, and you were there when it started, weren't you, Dan? I... No, I'd like to think not. Um, some some days it seems like that, uh, but most of the time it's been good. Yeah. So Dan uh, Dan was the owner of that company and ended up merging together with. Uh, Roy Inch and Sons back in 2010, and we've mm-hmm. been uh, working together as a good team, and we're both curlers. That's kind of where the discussion <laughs> came from on uh, getting the companies together. But we hope to be able to give our listeners uh, information over uh, on heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, give you some tips on how to reduce energy or water usage from your furnace, air conditioner, water, heating, or plumbing fi- fixtures. But the most important thing we want to make sure everybody knows, the phone lines are open. Uh, we want calls. We want you to give us a call. If you got any questions related to your heating, air conditioning, or plumbing in your home or business, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or uh, out of town, 1-866-354-8255. And one lucky caller today will win a free Nest uh, smoke and CO detector. Uh, we really believe that every home should have a CO detector on every floor, so we thought we would help by giving one away to a lucky uh, caller in today. So don't wait. Give us a call with any uh, any questions you may have. So, Dan, we saw on Wednesday there was quite a bit of rain that did come down. We saw some flooding, a canoe going down the street. Um, but uh, what should people be looking at in sump pumps or even a backup sump pump? Well, for sump pumps, um, the first thing they should be doing is is checking to see what they have now. Um, make sure that their pit is clean. As a sump pump works over the years and it takes the, the water away from the foundation, it'll fill up full of sand and silt. Sometimes that'll come up over the impellers of the pump, so you should always make sure you clean that out. Um, if it gets caught in there, then when you need it, the next thing you know, your pump is not working. So that would be the first thing to do is to clean that out, get that sediment out of there. You may have to raise the pump off the bottom of the pit a little bit, but uh, for half an hour's work, you could save yourself a lot of aggravation in the future. Okay. Well, we got a caller on the line. We'll go to Glenda. Hi, Glenda. 
what's uh, your question? My question is, if you have a property that does not have a sump pump, like a home, can you put a sump pump in? Yes, you can. Um, it, it's a little bit involved. I mean, you have to find out where your tile runs, where it connects into the home from around the foundation, and, and usually that's at the floor drain. So you can usually find that out, and then you'd have to break up the floor and make okay. sure that you get that tile hooked into the sump pump, and then you can pump it outside. Can uh, you do this from the in, so it's done from the inside? Do you, you, do you still have to dig around the outside of the foundation? Not if that's the case. If the, if the pipe comes from the foundation, comes into the home, once you find out where that pipe is, you can do it all from inside the home. You don't have to dig outside. Oh. Okay, now there great. is there is an instance where sometimes that foundation will drain will tie into the sewer outside. Yes. If it's outside and doesn't come into the home, yes, you would have to dig outside. Okay. So would who would be able to tell me? Would it be a plumber I would call or a special type of person? Who would I have to contact to find out if that can be done? I would think that uh, most plumbers would be able to find that out for you. Um, okay. Quite often, engineering department will have plans on where that storm drain from around the house hooks in. So oh. a couple of phone calls, and you should be able to find out fairly easily. Great. Okay. okay. Thank you very much for the tip. Okay. Sure. Thanks, Glenda, for calling. Okay. Appreciate that very much. And now okay. we'll move on to Frank. Uh, Frank, uh, go right ahead with your question. Hi. Um, I have a question regarding how do you... Uh, prepare your air conditioning unit for the winter. I've seen where some people put just a cover on it. Others, they just wrap around tight. So what is the proper way to uh, keep your air conditioning unit uh, safe over the winter? Yeah, the, what I'll, I'll go through what I call down the shutdown mode for, for air conditioning because uh, with the temperature out there, it looks like we may be getting to that sooner than I would hope. But um, the first thing we say is if you have batteries in your thermostat, replace them, put new batteries in. Uh, then we're moving down to the power to that air conditioner. If you, your breaker downstairs, you should turn the power off. And the reason for that is um, a contactor or transformers that are out there can create a little bit of heat. And that heat in the winter will attract mice to that area because it will be warmer. Okay. So, we want to shut that off so that there isn't any warmth in there and the critters outside don't migrate in. All righty. The cover, I do recommend a cover that completely goes over the unit. What I don't recommend is wrapping them in plastic and taping them up. Okay, because I've seen that. And now, because um, what I do is I just put a cover on it, a piece of plywood, and then make sure that it's it's on tight. Is that sufficient, or should the the actual sides be uh, covered? Yeah, the 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 piece of wood with a brick or whatever on top is better than nothing. We would recommend covering all the sides just to keep the snow and everything from blowing in, or or leaves or twigs. Normally, a proper cover will be about an inch short from going all the way to the bottom. Okay. And that inch will allow the air to go in and circulate around and keep everything dry. So that is that like a, a Roy inch? Is that what you call that? Yeah, you, you could call that a, a winter cover by Roy inch. That's one inch short. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. That sounds good. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Frank. Bye. Frank, appreciate that very much.
So on that on um on our first caller there that was talking about that sump pump. So you would uh call City Hall to see where the connection is? Exactly. Um if if you can, sometimes you can just see it um when you go in and you check the floor drain out and you can actually see where the extra pipe comes in from outside. They they always used to trap them before they went into the sewer, and so the floor drain always has a trap in it. So they dump it in right at the floor drain. And if that's the case, um, that's the easiest thing you can do. You can just uh, follow that pipe along, break up the floor, um, put your pit in, and then you can connect that right to the pit. And then you can just pump it right outside, which I would recommend highly is to pump it outside. Now, if you don't have any water in your basement... Would you put a sump pin, or is it just if you see water coming in and you have no sump pump or sump pit? I would just do it if you had problems with water coming in. Um, I'm not uh, a big believer in once you put a hole inside, you're inviting water to come in. So if you can uh, get away without inviting water to come into your home, uh, you're a lot further ahead. Okay, perfect. Now, um we were Frank was talking in there about shutting down his uh, his air conditioner, but I think what I this time of year we always say it's time to check your um, furnace to get it ready for the year. Um, and with this little dampness and everything that we're seeing out there, this is probably the perfect time to flip that air conditioner on or flip that furnace on, shut the air conditioner off, uh, determine you know whether it's working. Uh, the biggest challenge we have is, you know, it's November, it's December, people are trying their furnaces and they don't work. Um, and it, it, it challenges us, again, if everybody flips them on in the first cold snap to get people out there to service them that are broken down. But this time of year to have a maintenance done on it or to also just give it a try to see if it's come through the summer, no problem, and everything's working great uh, is a is something we'd recommend for your furnace. We'd recommend if you heat your home with gas fireplaces. A lot of people will turn the pilots off. Uh, now's the time to try to get those relit, make sure that everything's okay before you really need them. Well, Peter, it's, uh, everybody should do that. And the sooner you do it, the more time you have. You still have time before your furnace is going to work full time for you. And if you can get that done now, um, you're ahead of the guy next door. And as long as you can make sure that everything's working fine by getting that maintenance done, um, I think you're way ahead of the game. Yeah. Now, our lines are open. If you want to give us a call, we'll be more than happy to answer any question you have on heating, air conditioning, or plumbing. Locally, you can call 519-643-2222. Or out of town at one eight six six three five four eight two five five, and one lucky caller today will win a Nest smoke and carbon monoxide detector that we believe should be in every home on every level just to protect your family. So, should you uh, you have any questions, please give us a call right away. Now, with all this water and flooding that we're seeing, I mean, uh, so there was some bad streets that have been going on down there that. Saw a canoe going down a street that uh, normally you don't see in London. But when uh, you get a flood and it uh, hits that furnace or it hits the uh, water heater, what uh, what's your recommendations that should happen? Well, you shouldn't turn anything on at that point. You should uh, 
make sure you get the water out of the basement and call a professional as soon as possible. All of that uh, electronic equipment that's not only in your furnace now, in your water heater also, your boiler, any appliance like that should be looked at by a professional to make sure that the water hasn't damaged anything. Um, some of the older furnaces, you know, their their pilot and their heat exchanger was higher up off the ground, but the newer furnaces, everything's more compact. There's more electronics. I think it's imperative that you have that checked out for your own safety. Perfect. Okay. Well, let's go to the phones. Um, and uh, we're just checking one thing out here. The... Um, one thing we've noticed on a lot of these furnaces and uh, when they get hit by water, a lot of people will go in and say, oh, the furnace is fine. You know, it, it didn't hit the electronic controls. But the challenge you get with that is all the humidity and moisture has got up into that motor, got up into that board. And a lot of times we won't see the damage that has really happened to that till later. Um it will show up. So anytime water touches any electronic device, that electronic device should be replaced. If it works, that's not saying that it's fine. It may show up. The copper will start to corrode over time. The motor will start to get mold in it, in a, it over time. So it's definitely something that needs to be uh, checked at and, and looked over at that point. So any anybody out there who had one of those floods, make sure you're getting your, your water heater and your furnace checked over and make sure um, the claim doesn't get shut down until you've really had time to check those things and use them because there's nothing worse than a month later that breaks down. So with the uh, uh, fireplaces, a lot of people um, are worried about the discoloration on the glass of a, of a gas fireplace that... It seems to get a white coating. They have a hard time getting that off. Uh, a tip that we have that our guys have used is uh, a ceramic cooktop cleaner. If you have to clean your glass, that ceramic cooktop cleaner will do an excellent job in fixing up and getting that clean for you. Uh, we recommend at least three times a year cleaning that glass. Uh, take it apart, clean it, put it back together. If you're not sure how to do that, Give us a call. We'll gladly uh, have somebody come out, do a maintenance on your fireplace, show you how to how to clean that, and then uh, you'll be able to do it at that point. So, okay, so we'll uh, take a break here. So remember, after a break, give us a call at 643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, here's your host, Peter Inch. Welcome back into a beautiful, rainy Saturday morning. A little cold out there, but uh, good for the heating business. We'll get some furnaces turned on and... The guys are out there working on maintenances today. Uh, again, if you need to get a hold of us on uh, during the week, by all means, uh, give our shop a call at 519-681-2450 or 1-866-EXPERTS. Or, of course, you can go online to RoyInch.com and uh, you can check out our services or book a, an appointment online as well. So 
we've been talking a little bit about floodings that's been going on in the basement, talking about a little bit on our furnace maintenances and uh, water heaters. The water heaters out there, we can get into uh, rentals, selling. Uh, Is there any reason why people should rent water heaters or buy water heaters? Well, a lot of times uh, uh, people like to rent the water heater because they feel that um, any maintenance or any repairs that have to be done are looked after by the the, the, uh, rental company that they rent from. And it it gives them a little... um, what the assurance that if there's a major problem with it that they'll look after that um the on the other hand people like to know they own it that uh that water heater's theirs that there there's no obligation to anyone else so it's really a personal preference um on which way you go whether you go rental or whether you want to buy that water heater um if the power venter goes on a power vent water heater, you know that's going to be looked after. If that goes on one you own, you'd have to look after it yourself. So it really turns out to be a personal preference on which way you want to go. Perfect. Okay, well, we got Helen back on the phone. Um, Helen, can you hear us? Yes, I can now. Okay, perfect. Uh, What's your question? Uh, Well, my furnace went out last year, and uh, I... the technician came in and he fixed everything and he said, oh, my furnace was in good condition, etc. So do I need to have it all checked over before winter comes this year? How old is your furnace? Oh, it's about 16 years old. Yes. Yeah, I would definitely, any older furnace, um, uh-huh. we're, we're checking it out for two reasons. One, to make sure it's going to function. Yes. But the main thing is to make sure it's safe. Yeah. We, we want to make sure there's no crack in the heat exchanger or there isn't a gasket that's let go or yeah. or the venting system. So on definitely on your furnace, I would have someone come out, perform that maintenance, the safety check. Uh-huh. And then you have that peace of mind that when you want to flip it on and you really need it, that it's going to be there and uh, yeah. be able to well, work for it. I was going you. to turn it on today and see if it's working in good condition. Yeah, and I, and I would recommend that to every listener out there to give that, turn their furnace on, just make sure it works. Run it for 15, 20 minutes. Yes. Uh, it'll take that dampness out of the house, make it a little more comfortable, and then you know at least if we did get some snow yes. or some real cold weather that it is going to work for you. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, thanks for calling in, Helen. Okay, thank you. So that that's that's something that we see, you know, unfortunately there isn't enough service technicians in the city when the first cold snap hits to fix all those furnaces that have broke down and really would hope that everybody would give them a try in the next week or so. I hope so. Um even even myself, I had my furnace and air both done at the same time. So if you if you wait till a little bit later in the year or uh, the the middle part like the early March, Peter, wouldn't you say, or yeah. something like that, and uh, then get your air conditioner and your furnace done so that it's ready to go in September when you need it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people now will be booking that furnace maintenance. You can book the air conditioner maintenance and shut. we can shut your air conditioner down for you, make sure it's all cleaned out, ready to go, yeah. and then, again, check that furnace over, get it all yeah. set up and ready for you to go. Yeah. But it's definitely something we need to think of, get those filters changed, um, you know, humidifiers, we want to get them turned on, a new water panel or water pad in them. 
Um, again, a lot of times we see those shutoff valves on those humidifiers are seized and you can't turn them on or turn them off. That is a sign that you need to get that fixed. It's not, we'll leave it, we won't have to worry about it because if you ever had a leak there of, and you needed to shut it off, you couldn't do that. So it's something we definitely uh, need to take care of our equipment. I say it's a lot like a car. A furnace is running 100 kilometers a day in the winter, and uh, we change our oil after 5,000 kilometers or 3,000 kilometers. Well, we need to at least check that furnace one time over it. So, well, as we come to the end of our show here, I just want to thank everybody for listening this morning. And we look forward to being back here every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 to provide you some tips and information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing some uh, energy savings or energy tips as well that we're going to give out. And, of course, our lines are always open for you to give us a call with any questions you got. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, but by the inch, life's a cinch. So we'll see you next Saturday.